0: Hello, David Zrinsky. For the Bond Experience podcast, welcome back. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a Gatherall debrief to talk about Gatherall, and the reason I waited a few days. I- I'd love to say something philosophical, like, "Well, I just wanted to, you know, marinate in it and really think about it over time." Now I was ready to do it, like the next morning. <laughs> I lost my voice. I mean, my voice was raggled. I mean, it's not 100%. You could probably hear it's a little Bosley ish. You know, it's a little Bosley ish. So, um, right now, I am doing the best. <clears throat> Every now and then, I'll clear my throat, be obnoxious, not edit it out. But yeah, I lost my voice because I was screaming for, I don't know, better part of 13 hours. So quick, quick synopsis, uh gather all for those of you tuning in that do not know what it is. It is a gathering of James Bond fans that I started many years ago. I'm, I'm calling, I've called this sort of number four, although there's actually been technically more gather all's because there's been some little ones, but not every gathering is a gather all this, this takes a little bit of prep planning, event space. Prizes, missions, invites, limitations, conversations, and a heck of a lot of planning and work on my part. And this time I decided to go bigger and better, uh, twice as big, uh, twice as better, maybe. Is that a thing? Is that grammatically correct? I don't know. I'm not a teacher. And uh, because of that, I had a, a co creator, if you will, in. The form of my good friend Joe Darlington, being James Bond head of section, you know him all too well through the podcast, through lots of videos, and he was a pleasure to work with and he was instrumental uh, I have you know i 've got to talk about him first. he was great working with the event space i mean he he was the logistics manager for want of a better term where he worked with the event space, worked on the menus, uh, actually picked the event space as well. And visual, media, sound, that was all Joe. You know, I was the kind of experienced director of everything that happens in Gatherall and part of the designer, but he really put together those parts and pieces. And together, I think, you know, the sum of the parts are greater than the whole, that whole gestalt approach. It's true. One plus one equaled three. And for that reason, I believe... Everyone had a great time at Gatherall and, and the parties that ensued around it. And I'll talk about that a little bit here in this debrief. But let, let me tell you about a little bit of the pre-discussion. Um, and, and it goes back, and this is what these podcasts are for, they're a little less bombastic. I mean, there is a video right now, well, soon to be right now, but right now, on YouTube that actually goes over visually... Gather all. So if you never have been, or you're considering one, or you're just curious about what transpired, you want to see the people that arrived there, that video is probably the best way to do it. This is this is going to be a little bit more of a behind-the-scenes discussion and and feedback and reaction, if you will. So the reason I do this, let me talk about the why. Because Gatherall is not. A money making situation. In fact, there is no money to be made except for the venue space who makes an incredible amount of money. Um, But Joe and I, if anything, we're out, you know, negative. And the reason I bring that up is because it's not to say like, you know, weep, 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 cry for me, Argentina. It's more to talk about what motivates a person to do this for fans from all around the world. And the motivation is I get extreme satisfaction of two things, bringing people together who normally would feel a bit isolated in their passion and hobby, because it's a very lonely thing. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people at Gatherall. One of the most moving things that I heard from people are hardships that they've had through life or relationships or jobs economically, philosophically, mentally, physically, whatever it is. And I heard it all, even that evening, you know, a lot of hardships. But the fact that bond, whether it's the movies or a video or even getting together like gather all, they re-energize a person. They remind an individual that there is pleasure in life. There's happiness in life. There's something other than the darkness that they sometimes feel around them. And it sounds a bit dramatic to say that about a fictional hero. But if anything, we've taken that fictional hero, that franchise and that passion, and we've weaved it into something much bigger, a fabric of people that have come together. And that's the strength of the Bond community. The strength of the Bond community is, yes, at its core what lights the powder keg is James Bond, but what creates the strength, you know, the, the textile of it all is truly the Bond fans coming together as one. And that's exactly why I do this. I, I, I see this. You know, I've encountered it myself where I've needed a certain amount of escapism and, and pull myself out of, you know, a shadowed moment in my life. And whether it's Bond or the friendships that you create from this bond community, this hobby of ours, it all works together as one. The second thing is, I love creating. I've said this before. Uh, I call myself not an influencer, but a content creator, because at the end of the day, the fun that I get out of this, the extreme satisfaction is being able to flex my creativity. And the videos do that. This podcast does this. You know, Creating an image on Instagram does it. Those little moments help me to flex my creative muscles and I get an extreme amount of satisfaction. There, there's, there are literally, not to use the vernacular of Casino Royale, there is an an itch that needs to be scratched when you are a creative individual. And this does that because there's nothing, nothing like planning an event, it doesn't exist. I mean, think about it. It doesn't exist. And then suddenly you are whipping around all the little details, planning out. Every 30 minutes, what are the activities? You know, what's the trivia? What's the scavenger hunt? What are the moments that people are gonna feel when they walk in and hear live music? You know, what are the moments when they see something visual or they see a toy on a table, or they pick up a, a, a little card that that reads something to them or a welcome or a gift that they get to go home with? So so the event has legs. And travels with them. The marketing of it, you know, the commercials, the imagery behind getting people there and getting them to consider to, you know, (laughs) honestly spend money to get to a place of which they don't know what the experience is going to be. It is that leap of faith into mystery. Creating an event is so satisfying. And then the inevitable chaos that ensues, which there's always chaos, but controlled chaos is a lot of fun, that's immediately satisfying because as you see the event unfold and you hear from people how happy they are and you hear the chatter and you, you know, there's, there's one part in my YouTube video where Alex Lamas, he's doing B-roll for me and he walks around and instead of putting music over, it, I decided to let the voices play out because... I love the conversations that were happening. They were so real and raw and honest and Bond-focused. But everybody was catching up. It's a really wonderful moment in the YouTube video. You should go check it out. But those are the most satisfying things. The creation of something that lasts, that has staying power, Um, I I get it. I mean, it's why I think writers and directors and producers do what they do. It's, It's not just about the money and i get if it's a vocation for you even better you know if you can create content and make it your job your livelihood i mean wow talk about fantasy come true i mean that's my hats off to people who can do that because unbelievable i mean you get you get the reward you reap it and you get the actual satisfaction of going on that journey so throughout the day which really started on Friday for many people. I heard people going to Yankee games and people going into New York city and going to bond brands and going to bond locations. It really started around the whole weekend, people coming together and then meeting each other in the lobby of some of the hotels that people were staying in. And then of course, boom, Saturday, the actual event. Now I drove up, uh, with some friends, and we had a great ride together. Packed up Luke Taggart's truck, and we drove to the Double Tree. got checked in early, which was fantastic. Did a little freshen up, a little freshen up, a little pee break, a little powdering up the nose. And then we were off to the cigar festival that Bud West did, and I think they had about 40, 50 people there. Overall, we said our hellos, but it was time to set up. And I thought... I had left plenty of time to set up. And of course, there's never enough time. I was still setting up when people were walking in at 3 p.m. because the event started at 3 p.m. And events set up for me, that's also fun. You know, again, taking this blank space, which not exactly blank, it's a beautiful, the clubhouse is a beautiful venue, big, big. But filling a big space with decor that you fit into somebody's truck that really came from your own basement, Challenge. And I had to visualize, even before I packed anything up, what would this material look like on the blank canvas of the clubhouse? And it wound up being good. Again, you could see it in the video and you can see it in pictures. But once three o'clock came, there were a couple people that sort of slipped in before that. And it was great to see them and chat with them the thing really started. And again, I didn't want the first hour to be bombastic with fireworks and noise. I really wanted the first hour to be people just coming in and and going, oh my gosh, look who's there. And let me get a drink. And it's almost that whole cocktail hour, slip in slowly and not have anything bombastic. And then at 4 p.m. sharp, so one hour into it, that's when I really started the show with Joe. We welcomed everybody. We gave them some housekeeping, logistics, what they could experience, how to get the most out of Gatherall. Because like any good party or event, I despise the ones where you, you leave and you're like, oh, I, could have done. I didn't even know that was happening. I could have done that. So, yes, we, we sort of gave them a how-to You know, a VHS instruction list, simple one fold-out sheet, and we verbally welcomed everybody. And then about 30 minutes after that, I started the scavenger hunts, the trivia. We had a couple panels, and they were so much fun. And and I'll tell you what, people came and watched. You know, I had these live panels. It was brand new. We've never done this before, where I captured it uh, for the channel. Again, I have to thank Alex for really, really great um, videography. He just did an amazing job. He's hired, he's hired. Um, but we put that all together and I would say that, and people can attest to this who was there. I didn't really stop going and working till about six or seven hours in no exaggeration. And that's okay. I mean, I, I love, I sort of love the whole control aspect of these events. I love the doing, helping people. The only problem is, right? And this is, a, this is my honest discussion. The only problem is, when I'm doing that, I sort of forget that some people came to say hello to me and to see me and to meet me. And so if I'm working really hard and running around, someone tries to grab me when I'm trying desperately to go to the bathroom. And I want to talk to them, but I'm trying to go to the bathroom. Or if I'm working and going to plan another part of the event and someone you know, tries to talk to me, I, I actually wanted to talk to those people, but it was hard because I was under time constraints because I had planned the next event. So the one thing I would do differently, and I will do differently on my next gather all, is I'm going to have not so much fewer events, but I'm going to lean on other people to help to roll them out so i could play host and actually have conversations and meet people and spend time with people because again i said it like 19,000 times in the video the equity of these things the true equity of gatherall is meeting and talking to people the events are great the panels are great prizes are nice right they 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 elevate things but they aren't the foundation the foundation of gatherall is the chit-chat and the connection with other Bond fans. So I, I need to be conscious of that, and I want to be. And I I sort of left Gatherall thinking, oh, it would have been really nice to spend more time with this person or that person. And well, happily, there was a part of the evening later that it did get quiet, and I was able to actually start to talk to people. But I, of course, by then, my voice was almost gone. <laughs> so I was like, hey! <gasps> Hey, Kyle, how are you? Like I sounded like Watto from Phantom Menace. Hey, Annie, little Annie. Um, not great. Not great for the voice. Not great for the conversation with all the din. But still, one of my favorite parts was <laughs> when the prizes were gone, the trivia was done, the panels were over, and I was able to go up and get a Vesper and a Guinness and just relax over a few drinks with friends from all around the world. That was the magical part. Well, eventually, my uh, 55-year-old body said, you're 55 years old. And around, I would say, 12.30 a.m., so after midnight, half past midnight, I went back to the hotel with a bunch of other people, and I went right to sleep. I mean, boom, and slept well, got up probably around 4 a.m., did a little in-room workout because I didn't feel like going to the gym, whatever the gym looked like there, and then started posting, you know, did, did a little aftermath, and that was fun, just kind of recounting all the pictures and videos I took, and there were quite a few to capture the moment, but then we had brunch, and uh, Luke Taggart and I went over early to brunch, got a mimosa and a black coffee. And we had brunch with, I would say, what was it? Maybe 40, 50 people tops. So there were about 40 or 50 people out of the 200 that were at Gatherwall that were left over that had brunch slowly filing in. And then it was back home. (laughs) And I have to tell you, I truly think of myself as a pretty physically resilient person. But not on Sunday, but on Monday. When I went to work, I was tired. I was feeling it because again, it's that whole upheaval and then that crescendo of the event, and then boom, it's over. and And we've all been there for things that we've planned or big presentations at work, and then suddenly you're exhausted. I got that. I got that. Monday, a little bit into Tuesday, but then Tuesday afternoon, I was like, "Oh, look at me! I'm back again, able to resume my workout." Uh, get back to eating the correct food and not sliders <laughs> or crazy brunch dishes. Um, and there I was, and we're back again. So another gather-all in the books, extremely satisfying, extremely pleasurable. I'm so, so happy to see all the reactions. You know, some people have done videos, some people have done podcasts, some people have posted pictures, but it's so amazing to see all the reactions and the great friends that are either made or solidified coming out of these type of moments. So the big question is, will there be another gather And maybe a further question is, when? <laughs> and there will be. Um, there's chit-chats of international ones perhaps happening, maybe not on this grand scale, but uh, et cetera, and possibly a holiday one. We'll see if my stamina proves that and uh, certainly... If time permits, nothing to announce yet. So in the meantime, what we'll do is we'll, we'll enjoy the afterglow. The fact that it went off very well, made people happy. Doesn't seem like I've heard any regrets out there, which is great. And we'll just enjoy the moment. We'll be present for this. You know, I, I, I get what they mean by when, you, when, they, you know, when the Bond people finish a movie and then some people are like, when's the next movie? They're like, can we just enjoy this one? I won't rest on my laurels, mind you, as far as the next gather all, but let's enjoy this one and all the wonderful psychological, physical, and visual rewards that we have left over. All right, that's it for now. Waxed poetic as I walked around my basement. Maybe you could hear me huff and puff. In the meantime, go enjoy the video and go enjoy the pictures. They're all over Instagram and other social channels, and I will enjoy the memories for all time. Thank you. And hopefully, hopefully I'll see you at the next Gatherall. In the meantime, this has been David Zaritsky for the Bond Experience Podcast. Talk to you real soon. Take care.